I'm Lebo Changela, and this is the 21st edition of the series Frontline Workers, where we talk to courageous essential workers who risk their lives daily to provide important services to the general public. It is six months since the South African government instituted the national lockdown on March 27, with the country currently on level one. Domestic workers were allowed back at work during level three, which began on June 1. Provided that relevant health protocols and social distancing measures for persons employed in private residences are adhered to, only live-in domestic staff and those caring for children, the sick, mentally ill, elderly and people with disabilities had been allowed to return to work during Level 4. According to Stats SA, there are 1 million domestic workers, accounting to 6% of the country's workforce. They earn a monthly minimum wage of 2,491.20 cents, or 15 rand 57 cents an hour. Coming up in this edition of Frontline Workers. Our company couldn't pay us anything, and it was a struggle when it comes to getting money for food and rent, so it was quite hard. I mean, we don't know whom we're working with. Yeah, even if uh, we can keep the distance, the person has been there in the house for very long, and they could have touched here and there. And my desire is that at least the government can just do something. The government should stand up for its people and do something to help those people in need. A domestic worker. Tracy Ngodo, who works for cleaning company Sweep South in Johannesburg, tells me what she goes through as a frontline worker. Tracy describes the challenges she faced when she couldn't work during level five and four. Yeah, it was very bad. It was bad. I felt like, I don't know, it was crazy. Because um, you get bored. I mean, even if you walk on the street, you don't see anyone. It's it's quite strange. It's not the life we are used to. We are used to that free life of meeting up with friends, meeting up with family. And it was really crazy. And it was actually frustrating, the fact that you have to stay in the house for the whole day. And you know that there is no income that will come in. Recent unemployment figures released by Stats SA show that 2.2 million jobs were shed in the second quarter during the lockdown. More than 250,000 of these were domestic workers. According to the quarterly labor force survey, this is a drop of about 25%. Tracy highlights the plight of domestic workers. The domestic workers were stopped from working for very long and our company couldn't pay us anything. And it was a struggle when it comes to getting money for food and rent, so it was quite hard. But then, well, we pulled through. (laughs) With the company, I think it suffered a lot of loss because many clients, even now, they're still scared of COVID and they are scared to book us, of which... Um, that is not actually good for the company. So now that domestic workers were allowed to work, has there been a change? There is a change. Uh, You're starting to get a bit uh, bit busier, but then not 100%. But then at least we are able to make a living from it. An agency for domestic workers, Homelex Professional Staffing, has urged employers to provide workers with masks and sanitizers.
A number of agencies have apparently provided training to staff to ensure their safety and that of the households where they work. Tracy tells me about the safety protocols she has to follow to protect herself while working. We actually received the um, sanitation test and then you had to complete the test and pass it. And then if you didn't complete and pass the test, then you weren't allowed to go back to work. And then some of the personal protective equipment that you guys have to put, can you take me through what, what you guys have to put on in order to protect yourselves? Oh, with that, we always have to have at least two masks. The one that we wear on our way and during the booking. And then after the booking, we have to remove that mask and then we put the clean one. The Zip South has made it clear with the, with the clients that they keep the distance of at least two meters between uh, the worker and a client who booked us so that we can protect one another from not getting COVID and to at least both of us who are in the house to keep our masks on. Uh, with the workers, actually you get a booking just like it's me and, uh, and a client. I don't normally get to work with many superstars, mm -hmm. so I usually work alone, get booked by one client, and then I work with my client. But then if I have uh, to work with other superstars, let's say it's someone with a big house, we still maintain the social distancing, we keep the distance. And um, the other thing, the clients were asked to at least always have um, sanitizers so that during the booking I can be using those and for us to buy the gloves for ourselves so that we don't touch the surfaces with our own hands. According to the World Health Organization, recent research evaluated the survival of the COVID-19 virus on different surfaces and reported that the virus can remain viable for up to 75 hours on plastic and stainless steel, up to four hours on copper, and up to 24 hours on cardboard. Tracy shares her fears. I mean, we don't know whom we're working with. Okay. Yeah, even if uh, we can keep the distance, the person has been there in the house for very long and they could have touched here and there and if I were to touch that and then accidentally touch my face because it's so hard for someone to stay without touching their face. Any precautions that you have to take when you come back home? Not really, but then for me I have a mother which stays close by. I fear visiting my mom a lot because she has sugar diabetes. Those are the one of the people who are on high risk uh, on COVID-19. So I prefer to keep a distance since also the president have mentioned that there are some people who get the virus and they're not sure their symptoms. I might not know if I have it or I don't have it. So chances are I might infect my mom and lose her Alert level one means that more regulations have been eased to allow South Africans to further start adjusting the new normal. The curfew has been adjusted. The number of people at gatherings have been increased. International travel has been permitted with strict conditions. And regulations on the sale of alcohol have also been adjusted. However, Tracy chooses to continue social distancing. Honestly, I prefer staying at home. What I do is um, I, I go obviously for groceries, 
and then um, I still prefer keeping a distance because we don't know who has the COVID and and as far as I'm concerned the, the cases are still rising so chances of us getting it are still high so it's better to stay home and not be too much in social with many people. The Unemployment Insurance Fund says over 35,000 domestic workers received a total of more than 221 million rand between April 16th and June 17th. The fund says more needs to be done to assist domestic workers to cope with the implications of the lockdown. Tracy shares her experience with the UIF grant. My desire is that at least maybe the, the government can just do something. The government should stand up for its people and do something to help those people in need. Because um, recently they, there was a church here in Melville that used to give food parcels. They stopped. So my question is how are those people going to survive now? Because there are many people who have lost their job. There are many people who are still not back to, uh, to, to work. How are they sup uh, supposed to survive from this? And then um, these, um, what is it, the grants, social, the social grant that they said we should apply for. Yes, I did apply, but I, I qualified, yes. They said it was going to be for six months. What I don't understand with that is that I, I only got, firstly I got the 350 and then I got the, the 700. That was it. I never got anything from the government anymore. And then um, many people that I know of that are, are not working, they applied, but they never got any responses. For example, my dad works in, um, in Holiday Inn in Rosbank. It's a big hotel. So they work with tourists, people coming in. So even now, they are not back to work. It's really affecting as well, and it's really touching people's lives in, in a bad way. For the next edition of Frontline Workers, you can visit acbcnews.com. We're at ACBC News on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. For ACBC Digital News, I'm Lebo Changela.